Well, good morning, my perfect little people. And how are you today? Have you had a nice, lovely weekend? Have you relaxed or have you done something exciting? Hmm? Mine went by way too quickly. Um, but never mind, there's another one in five days' time. We'll have another weekend. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that one already. Wishing my life away. Look, <laughs> how exciting. Right. My weekend was full of fun. It was very busy. Went by way too quickly, but never mind. Um, now, we are on day six of our advent calendars. We've eaten five chocolates already. Oh, my goodness. So, day six. Now, after yesterday's search for what seemed to be an invisible number five, I finally found it at my chocolate. But today I just looked at it and there was number six practically jumping straight out at me. So I didn't have to search for it today. Um, and I had a chocolate bell inside my little door. So, what was inside your little doors? I want to know. I want to know whether you had anything better than mine. <laughs> so, let me know. Tell me. Send me a message telling me what's inside your door number six. And tell me whether you managed to find it easily or whether you had to search hard and couldn't see it. So... Anyway, it's back to work and back to school today. But before we do that, I'm reading today's story and I'm going to read chapter 14 of The Wishing Chair because I want to know, I want to find out what happens next. I want to know whether they managed to make the chair visible again and if they do, how they manage it. And I just cannot read another story until I know. So I hope that you feel the same way. Because here is chapter 14, which is called The Spinning House. So here goes. It was most annoying not being able to see the wishing chair. The children kept forgetting where it was and falling over it. Oh dear, groaned Peter, picking himself up for the fourth time. I really can't bear this chair being invisible. I keep walking into it and bumping myself. I'll tie a ribbon on it, said Molly. Then we shall see the ribbon in the air and we'll know the chair is there. Oh, that's a good idea, said Binky. Girls always think of good ideas. So do boys, said Peter. I say, how queer that ribbon looks all by itself in the air. We can see it, but we can't see the chair it's tied on. People would stare if they came in here and saw it. It certainly did look funny. It stuck there in mid-air, and it did act as a warning to the children and Binky that they must be careful not to walk into the invisible chair. And it saved them many a bump. I've been asking the fairies how we can get the chair made visible again, said Binky, the next day. They say there is a funny old witch who lives in a little spinning house in Jiffy Wood who is very, very clever 
at making things invisible or visible. So if we fly there next time the chair grows wings, we may be able to have it put right. But how shall we know when it grows its wings if we can't see them? Oh, I never thought of that, said Binky. I know, said Peter. Let's tear up little bits of paper and put them round the legs of the chair on the floor. Then, when its wings grow, the bits will all fly about in the draught the wings make with their flapping. And we shall see them again and know the chair is ready to go off adventuring. The children tore up the bits of paper and put them on the floor near the legs of the chair. Oh, really, it really does look funny, said Molly. A ribbon balanced in midair and bits of paper below on the floor. Mother would think us very untidy if she came in. Let's play tiddlywinks now, said Peter. I'll get out the cup and the counters. Soon the three of them were playing tiddlywinks on the floor. Molly flipped her counters into the cup very cleverly and had just won when Binky gave a shout. Look, those bits of paper are fluttering into the air. The chair must have grown its wings. Molly and Peter turned to look. Sure enough, the scraps of paper they had put on the floor were all dancing up and down as if a wind was blowing them. The children could feel a draught too and knew that the wishing chair had once again grown its red wings. That was a good idea of yours, Peter, said Binky. Boys have good ideas as well as girls, I can see. Come on, let's get into the chair and see if it will fly to Jiffy Wood, to the old witches. <laughs> they climbed onto the chair. It really was very strange climbing onto something they couldn't see, but could only feel. Binky sat on the back as usual and the children squeezed into the seat. Go to Jiffy Wood, to the little spinning house, Binky said to the chair. It rose up into the air, flew out of the door and was up high before the children could say another word. They must have looked very queer, sitting in a chair that couldn't be seen. It was raining. Molly wished they had brought an umbrella. Tell the chair to fly above the clouds, Binky, she said. It's the clouds that drop the rain onto us. If we fly beyond them, we shan't get wet because there won't be any rain. Fly higher than the clouds, chair, said Binky. The chair rose higher and higher. It flew right through the misty grey clouds and came out above them. The sun was shining brightly. It made the other side of the clouds quite dazzling to look at. This is better, said Molly. The sun will dry our clothes. They flew on and on in the sunshine, above the great white clouds. Then they suddenly flew downwards again, and the children saw that they were over a thick wood. Jiffy wood, said Binky, peering down. We shall soon be there. Down they flew, and down, and at last came to a little clearing. The chair flew down to it and came to rest on some grass. A little way off was a most peculiar house. It had one leg like a short pole and it spun round and round and round on this leg. 
It did not go very fast. The children could see that it had a door on one side and a window on each of the other three sides. It had one chimney which was smoking away merrily. But the smoke was green, a sign that a witch lived in the house. Well, here we are, said Binky, getting out of the chair. I'd better carry the chair, I think. I don't like leaving it about here where we can't see it. We wouldn't know where it was if anyone came along and untied the ribbon. Is the old witch a fierce sort of person? asked Molly. No, she's a good sort, said Binky. She will do all she can to help us, I know. You needn't be afraid of her. She won't harm us. My grandmother knew her very well. well how are we going to get into the house? asked Peter looking at the strange house going round and round and round. It's like getting on a roundabout that's going. Our mother always says that's a dangerous thing to do. Well, we'll try and get the witch to stop the house spinning round for a minute so that we can hop in with the chair, said Binky. Come on, I've got the chair. Off they went towards the queer little house. As it went round the house, as it went round, the smoke went round too and made green rings. It was very peculiar. Which snippet, which snippet, called Binky. Stop your house and let us in. Someone opened a window and looked out. It was an old woman with a red shawl on and a pretty white cap. She had a hooky nose and a pair of large spectacles over her eyes. She seemed very surprised to see them. Wait a minute, she called. I'll stop the house. But you'll have to be very quick getting in at the door because it won't stop for long. The house slowed down. It went round more and more slowly. And at last it stopped. The door was facing the children and the witch opened it and beckoned to them. Molly shot inside and so did Bink Peter. Binky was trying to get in with the chair too, when suddenly the house began to spin around fast again. Poor Binky fell out of the doorway with the chair. Molly and Peter really couldn't help laughing. He looked so funny. The witch stopped the house again and then Peter helped Binky in quickly. They put the wishing chair down and then turned to greet the witch. Good morning, she said with a nice smile. And what can I do for you? Well, that was chapter 14. We need to read chapter 15 to find out whether she manages to make it. So, well, we're going to have to wait until tomorrow to find out, aren't we? Oh my goodness. Not good at all. <laughs> I really, really want to know. But we'll just have to wait. I'll have to be patient. So, um, it's a funny house though. Fancy having a spinning house. You'd be dizzy all the time, wouldn't you? Oh, dear me. I think I would be. Anyhow, that was today's story. And we will have to wait until tomorrow to find out what happens. Mm. So, 
you have a wonderful, wonderful day. And I will have a good day at work. And we will meet here, same time, same place tomorrow, to find out what the next adventure is. Okay? So, bye for now. Stay safe.